0: Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. Let's get cracking and we're cracking with a book that is so thin. Well, I think it is so thin that you're going to miss it on the shelves, but you mustn't miss it. Because if you are a wannabe runner, if you are a wannabe comrades runner, this is a book that has been written and produced and everything By Bruce Fordyce himself. I mean, he's put his own money into it and he's running something really, really interesting. And we'll tell you about that when we speak to Bruce Fordyce just a little bit later on. But right now, let's speak to Happy Shingila, who is on study leave because he's broken it to come into Kaya. And he has run the Comrades. I think twice Happy? Three times. Three times. So Happy Shingelia has run it three times, and it's been hard every single time, hasn't it?
1: All the time. All the time. And it's, it's one of the, the, the things that's got, that makes everybody who's run the comrades a liar. Because every time you finish it, tell yourself I'm not going to do this again (laughs) and of course halfway through while you're running you've been telling yourself why am I doing it like Bruce says in the book and you say I'll never do this again at the end of the race you say I'll never do it again the following day you say I'm going to train for the next one.
0: But why I mean what is the appeal? I I, I mean I can remember standing on that bridge um, uh, as the runners came down on the downhill run um, into Durban and watched that and they some of them were limping, some of them were were crying. There were people shouting at them and urging them on and whatever but it 's hard particularly that downhill run
1: it's it's very hard and I think it 's done by people who really love themselves so much that they hate themselves so that they can do something <laughs> like this um but it i think it's it 's up people are driven um, you, you can never do the comrades unless you are driven um, uh, People have asked me why have you done it and I did it because I always want to have a goal to drive towards and it gives you six months of having to really concentrate and that includes December to train and train and train because you cannot stand at the starting lineup, at the, at the beginning and ask yourself, have I done enough? Which is what Bruce says in this book. So it is about people who set themselves objectives and huge ones because uh, failure is not an option.
0: So, I mean, he said to me when I was speaking to him, he said, this is a very, very simple book. And uh, and when I paged through it, it did seem to be simple because it's full of homely advice in a way. Or is it much more than that?
1: It it looks simple for someone who has run the comrades. I, I found that uh, because Bruce doesn't talk about how to run your first comrades, um, and and leave it at that. He, he he talks about the story of 1976, which was actually quite edifying for me because in 1976 I was busy getting shot and we were busy throwing uh, stones at 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 the the, the the police and the army, thinking, oh, up to now I actually thought that nothing was happening in the center of Johannesburg. Uh, meanwhile, here were these students who were actually together with Helen Joseph, um, saying, "Excuse me." You cannot just do that and get away with it so it gives me a, it gave me another perspective so um, it's 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 and he, he explains it he may he actually uh, asks for forgiveness for doing that uh, and not just sticking to to a running book because I think runners just want to give please Bruce Fortress please can, can you just give me the advice which he does Um, except as you say he then goes and and, and talks about personal stories I mean the best one is his girlfriend dumping him and that and him turning it into a goal, an objective, to say this is going to help me cope and this is going to help me focus.
0: Right because he was crying so much. He
1: was crying so much, he was such a baby. I mean and <laughs> I mean he he's got so many disclaimers in this book about how he chased after every woman and never got any.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not so sure about that
1: i I doubted myself, yes,
0: yes, I mean, I think there 's stories of people knocking on a door or something like that, but he 'll never he 'll never admit to that. I met him in London when I was asked to go and interview this strange boy who was doing a lot of running and his sister and um, i can 't even remember the year, and uh, went to this place. I thought it it was in Chelsea, but i can 't remember. And I came in through the door and there was this absolutely beautiful boy. And this beautiful girl, but they, they looked like twins, fine-limbed. They looked as if they could fly away. And there should be paintings on the roof of the Sistine Chapel. They were so beautiful. I mean, that was my first encounter with with Bruce Fordyce. Well, he
1: gives a credit. And he says, um, people used to say to him, you think you are famous at Vets because you ran the Comrades and Vets colors. No, you're not. You're famous because of your beautiful sister. <laughs>
0: So tell us what he actually says. If if somebody is listening to this and thinking, OK, hopefully we're going to be over the coronavirus in time for next year. So what is this book going to give them? The,
1: the, the, there are many parts to it. I mean, the, the one quote that I, I, I found interesting is he says, start, start like a coward and finish like a hero, which is exactly what running the comrades and training for the comrades is all about. And he's trying to say to everybody, if you are going to do this, and anybody who reads this book is going to do it anyway, why would you read this book unless you wanted to do it? And he is saying, to do the comrades, you need to be a very patient person, a being, because it's so easy to want to do a lot while you're training, because you think, I've got to put in a lot of kilometers in my legs, and when you when you get to the start, I mean, you think 12 hours, the temptation to want to go and the the maturity to be able to say, I cannot go because it's not yet time to go. Now, imagine you have to run 50, 60 kilometers holding back when you've got the edge to go. And he used to have the Now, he's a driven person, and he had the edge to go all the time. I mean, he even bit his own time. Uh, at the Comrades, he set himself seven hours, and he finished at six forty-five. But he's, he takes us through takes us through a whole year because he starts in seventy-six and he runs in May nineteen seventy-seven. And I think he's through his, his 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 narrative, he is saying to us, "Look at how far back I started, and look at how I tried to be the hero, to be that guy that's just going to run and run quickly because he could." And he was training in Bryanston, so it worked for him training up that Jan Witz sure. It worked for him. And every time he went into a race, he wanted to go. I mean, they ran that Corky race, which is from Pretoria to Johannesburg, which is long. But from time to time, he goes back. The discipline of the man is is amazing. He has got each and every run in 1976 documented. How he felt, how long it took him to do the route, and he wrote it all down. That's another. It's probably the best advice in the book. Is you go out there and run, today we've got these watches that tell you how far you've run and how many kilometers you've put in, but it doesn't tell you how you felt. And he's got, this is how I felt, felt a little tired, um, felt very good on this particular day, ran five kilometers. You can reflect, when did you feel groggy? When did you feel, Ah, oh, you know what, I think I've done too much? Because then you can say, oh, it looks like I've put in too much in a short space of time. And he talks about that uh, that important thing about running, resting. Because as soon as the bugs got you, and many of the people that would have run, comrades, will, will will attest the fact that it's the bug that catches you. Because you start by running short races, and you start feeling fit, and it starts raining, and you say, no, I'm sorry, I've got to get up and, and, and run. That's when the bugs got you. Bruce says it takes about three months for for it to really settle in, properly, and other things then come into the fray. You get injured, you get sick, you get a hangover. All of those things are part of the discipline of understanding your own body, and and setting yourself objectives and documenting them. That's a very. Did important. you? I I didn't. I I I didn't. I I when when I. F- started i mean I, I started with my mates i uh, used to play football with we said okay let's start running and we started running to get fit for the weekend uh for the football you <laughs> <Yes>. know <laughs> and and then my friend is it's an amazing thing because this friend of mine um our, our mothers were were best friends and we were born at right around this around about the same time as a uh, 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 yeah in fact we were about the same age and we lost touch with each other as we got to high school and then I met him again at university. And he was a runner, he's always been a runner. And we met again when we played football together and he said, let's, let's start running. So we started um, running and he said, we need to do a race, which is something that uh, Bruce doesn't talk about, The race leading, races leading up to the, to the comrades itself. He must have his own reasons for that. But anyway, I ran five kilometers. Then I ran a 15 kilometer race. Then I ran a 21 kilometer race, and then it starts by, uh, 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 biting you. And I wanted to do a 42 kilometer uh, uh, race, which is a, marath- uh, mm. a marathon. And after that, oh, I also want to do the two oceans. <laughs> and before you know it, you're doing the Comrades. But it's it's baby steps, and that's what Bruce keeps on saying. You, if you look at the amount of kilometers he ran, um, from January of of 1977. It's not a lot. Go to the book and, and have a look at what the master himself says.
0: Well, talking about the master himself says, I just want to say welcome to Bruce Fordyce, who's just swanned into the studio. <laughs> Happy Shingila. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thanks,
0: Jan. Saturdays with Jamie. So now, Bruce Fordyce, welcome to ninety five fm 95.9. It's lovely to have you in the studio. And there was just a lovely session. We'll put up the photographs for you guys of Happy and Bruce together. And uh, so they managed to do that before Happy had to disappear. But Bruce, what made you want to do this book in the first place?
2: Uh, Jenny, it's a lockdown project. Uh, to give my to give myself something to do to challenge myself, um, and then I realised that I'd never really helped novices properly in the things that I'd written. Absolute first time comrades runner, and to try and explain to them that even I was once a first time runner, nervous, frightened, not sure what to do. We had no coaches in our day, so that was that was the project. And then as it grew, I just I really enjoyed writing it.
0: So, so it's aimed at people who are thinking of doing comrades, not people. But I think Happy said, I mean, he's done three. He said he's learnt a lot from the book.
2: Yeah. So even experienced comrades runners will still enjoy it because it might uh, correct some things that th- that they've been doing incorrectly, and also they might just like to read about you know a, a time when comrades was a very different race, no chariot fire, the movie hadn't been made. <laughs> No prize money. That's a bitter subject for some of us. Um, And a field of, you know, just over a thousand runners. When you look at at how the race has changed now, Um, the fact that in those days when we ran, our families and friends could drive alongside us in their car (laughs) and hand your drinks out of the window to you. I mean, they could follow you the whole way. I mean, it's
0: almost—it's almost like another era. Well, it is it, another era. It, it
2: really is another era. Yeah, the the technology of the running shoes were just—you know—some some fabric and some rubber underneath and. That's it. Run.
0: So, so tell me what you 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 think is going to happen. I mean, there's some wonderful anecdotes there. Um, a, a lot about girlfriends, apparently.
2: Mm, well, I was a yeah. typical VIT student. Yeah. Give me a chance. <laughs> 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 oh, no, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can you they, can say what you like. They have to forgive me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so he just said it's a lovely warm but very very practical book mm-hmm. and uh, and you know it obviously works because if he responds well to it you know you know you I'm, I'm thrilled
2: good. I'm so uh,
0: so at the moment there is no comrades i mean i saw mm. an announcement that comrades is not going to happen this year but do you think there's a chance
2: i always think there's a chance i mean this this covid thing changes shape all the time and we go backwards and then we go forward so i'd say probably there isn't going to be a comrades but don't write it off completely i mean there are another 10 months of this year ahead of us still so who knows but uh, there will be a comrades in 2022
0: okay so so uh, i mean at what stage do you decide to start training but you're already running surely
2: uh, most of us are running all the time um, and and haven't really started. I mean, haven't really stopped. So if you get notice or you decide that you want to run a race, you normally got a few months to be able to prepare. And it's off a very solid base for most of us. So it's getting a late notice that a race is about to happen or making the decision to race is is often it's easy because you have this base of training. I I don't stop.
0: So for you, it's easy, but for people who had planned to run in the Comrades, it might not be so easy.
2: No, because they won't have stopped running. They won't. They yeah. will still keep going. I mean, I can see on the streets every day and in the early mornings. I ran this morning. The runners, they, they're phalanxes of them going past. You know, <laughs> I don't know about the the rules of, of uh, social distancing, but there are huge groups all over the place going all the time. So I think most people are always – most. Keen comrades around us, particularly, are always at a certain level of fitness that it's easy to spring off. Yeah.
0: So I'm just wondering, with with you, the number of comrades that you've run, and now you run for love, I presume mm. – And uh, and just to see if you want to run, comrades, for the next year, which you will, and uh, you know, and all of that sort of stuff. But but isn't there a time where your knees give in? I mean, that downhill run, you know, is very brutal. Yeah,
2: the downhill is is horrible. You pound there. No, my knees have my my one knee has definitely given in, but that's not going to stop me. Um, And I I have got no problem with being slow and being old and being really at the back of the field now. It's never worried me. Some people, some of the elite runners can't do that, but I've got no problem. And so I've continued to enjoy my running. And what I can't wait to start doing, forget about comments, I can't start to par- wait to start park running again, which because I started in South Because, of course, that has, has all gone. All gone, but we're very close. You know, we're very close because park run... The biggest one in South Africa is Durban North Beach, which is a couple of thousand people. If we can get close to those numbers being acceptable, we can go. You know, Comrades is twenty to 30,000 people. That's another problem. But uh, I think we're very close and people are clamoring for Parkrun and I can't wait uh, gives me a chance to, to win, actually, because I I can win in my age group. You see. So when we start our five, 5K parker and I look around and I see all the balding, old-looking guys and I think, well, okay, I'm not going to let him pass me.
0: Yeah. And at the
2: end I find out, oh, I came second in the over-65 category or something, whatever, yeah.
0: So in South Africa, the character of the race has changed a lot, hasn't it?
2: Oh, wow. I mean, com- compared to when I started, I mean, there are all sorts of things well, – there's prize money. That's not a bitter subject for those yeah, who won in hear. the 1980s. Yeah, a million rand if you break the record, times five. But I'm not bitter anyway. And and <laughs> there is, and it's just much bigger.
0: Listen. I think we need to meet again. I think we need some beautiful red wine, oh, what an and idea. I would love to do a
2: long interview with you. Could yeah. we?
0: Could we do that in the future? Absolutely.
2: I mean, I've got some other subjects we can talk about apart from just comments. Well, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I would love to do it. Thank you Thank very much, you, indeed. And let me give you the details of the book. And the book is called Bruce Fordyce and its Winged Messenger, Running Your First Comrades Marathon. And it's a guide specific to comrades, novices, and it includes personal training. This is just outstanding. Uh, Personal training, diaries and anecdotes from times gone by. You are going to love this book. Freely available. Saturdays with Jenny, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
2: Visit kayafm.co.za for more.